Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's 11 o'clock, and usually at 11 o'clock, you are not hearing the voices of Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Uh, but it is the last day of the Minnesota State Fair. It is also Labor Day. It is the official closing to summer today and we are live at the state fair uh we want to say thank you to chris lindahl real estate for bringing you today's my talk state fair broadcast now um we have learned some information about cnn uh and uh the tv show parts unknown they are pulling some episodes and bradley you are relating this to a story that has happened in our past as well yeah let me just tell you though that um cnn is pulling azia argento's episodes on uh, from anthony bourdain's parts unknown uh on television this follows of course accusations of sexual misconduct on the part of azia argento uh, there were some allegations made against her by um, a gentleman, uh, a former child actor named Jimmy Bennett. And we can certainly talk about that story. But this particular story, uh, or I shouldn't say this particular story, but this the notion of not airing episodes of someone who's been accused of assault is something we've talked about a lot lately, right? Because oh, yeah. of the Me Too movement, and this is part of that, of course, but just, this is not the first time we've had this conversation. And I will say, like, I I, I am having somewhat of a, uh, like, conflict in my head about, like, what is the, like, I get, for example, um, you know, not airing Roseanne episodes, because Roseanne will make money off those episodes, and we've decided that for the time being, we don't want... Uh, to give money to somebody who's going to make those outrageous comments. We're not going to reward that. Or whether mm-hmm. you disagree with that or not, at least I understand the rationale of that. Um, when it comes to Bill Cosby, I can understand the rationale of, I don't want Bill Cosby to make money. He is a um, l- literally a convicted um, felon. Yeah. Okay, so I can understand that. But I do begin to wonder, like, pulling episodes when somebody hasn't actually been... Um, tried and convicted of a particular crime. It's just sort of like um, the public's taste for something. Like the majority of the public says, ooh, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to watch that. Well, and also really quickly, at least in this this regard, in the CNN uh, Parts Unknown, these episodes that feature Asia Argento, it is not as though she's I don't know for certain. My assumption would be, though, it's not as though she would be re- receiving residuals for that. It, you know, any part she had in that show, if it was paid, had already probably been paid um, because of the nature of the television show. It's not show. like there was a, yeah, the, the, it was not as though the uh, allegations occurred while the show was airing. Right. Or it, they're not in any way connected to the show. It's just that like presumably. They're pre- preemptively taking it off the air 
because of people's taste for the story. It's presumably because Ozzy Argento has been credibly accused of sexual uh, misconduct that they thought, ooh, we just don't want to air these. Yeah. Okay, well, I get it, but I, I like long term, I just feel like, well, it's only then a matter of whether the public finds out about something people have done. Now, if it's it's not to say that it's just anything. Like people, I, I like I don't think the CNN is going to stop airing something if, you know, somebody is saying something you know uncomfortable, but not necessarily illegal. Right. Like I do think that you know if she is charged with something and if she is held accountable for the crime, then you can you have a better case. Right. For pulling those episodes, um, but I do wonder like at what point, and also can we have the conversation about whether or not. Um, you know, you should pull all of the episodes of a person's show if they've been convicted of something, if it happened, you know, many years ago. Like, I'm, I, I, I see, this I feel is the like, gray area that we are such, in, I think, culturally right now, honestly. I understand the need for it, but here's where it relates back to something I've been reading that you hinted to at the outset of this particular segment. I've been reading this book called Tinseltown, and it talks about a lot of things. It's a murder mystery, essentially, but it's a real-life murder mystery that happened in the 20s in Hollywood with some of the leading people in Hollywood, people that are actually responsible for the industry that we see today. It's kind, there, there are some amazing um, uh, similarities. Mm-hmm. One of them is the case of Fatty Arbuckle. I'm not going to bore you with the details of Fatty Arbuckle, but he was accused of doing horrible things to a woman who ended up dying, an actress, at a party that he uh, was at. He was tried three times, finally acquitted, but there was a huge like, moral outrage against Fatty Arbuckle, mm-hmm. such that all of his films were pulled. Uh, the studio said, we can't afford to, you know, we don't want Hollywood, or we don't want moral, you know, these sort of moralists um breathing down our neck every time we put out a movie so we're just going to get rid of fatty arbuckle we're not going to show any of his movies we're going to pull all of his movies from theaters and it he in that case it's different because he didn't actually do anything right it was just the opinions of other people but it's not as though um hollywood hasn't reacted to the public um you know public outrage over moral indecency before oh absolutely and i just wonder if this is in some way you know related to that yeah you know it's interesting because I, I again i you know i sort of mentioned I, th- I think that this is sort of culturally the conflict we find ourselves in right now right like how can you still enjoy the body of work of a person who has been proven to be kind of a well, not just kind of a criminal yeah. or a disgusting person, yeah. or it is we have we have struggled with this. We have chewed on it. We have talked about it, and then we sort of put it down for a minute, and then we are faced with it yet again. And certainly with the Me Too movement, we found ourselves faced with it yet again, and in such a force that we that the conversation has sort of continued, and it built and it picks up steam, and then we find ourselves sometimes in places where decisions like what CNN is doing right now and pulling all of the Asia Argento uh, episodes of Parts Unknown, where she just appears because she is the girlfriend of Anthony Bourdain. Um, They pull all of those episodes, kind of making a decision for us about whether or not we can manage our feelings around what this person may or may not have done. That was a long run on sentence. All of that to say um, that that, that I think that culturally we just are going to continue to have to have these conversations on a case-by-case basis. But I think about Hollywood, and I think about what makes that 
that atmosphere and that career different than all the other careers because we like our opinions of the person of the actor or the actress they matter in terms of the studios and the um uh, production companies' ability to make money from advertisers, right? So we're all kind of part of the same loop. And a lot of times they are making a preemptive decision uh, for us about whether or not we can see this person because what this really is all about is that they don't want that advertisers to pull their money. So it's this weird game of chicken that we're all playing well, they, they, with each yeah, other. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get a, ahead of the public um, because they don't want to be on the wrong side of the public because, of course, the public are the people that is you and I um, mm-hmm. paying tickets to go see movies, um, you know, supporting advertisers and them not trying to run afoul of those advertisers. Like, I, I get all of that and it's I understand... It's just a weird ecosystem. I understand the... the re- well, and it's just because it's in the public eye. People mm-hmm. are in the public eye in a way that, you know, like the account industry I'm sure has plenty of examples of women who have been sexually uh, mistreated in the workplace same as you know the plumbing industry mm-hmm. or like the you know mm-hmm. um, you name it it's just that because in Hollywood it's a public or not just Hollywood but on television and movies wherever they are that it's uh, it's in the public eye and so people are held to a different standard like I get all of that I do think though it's it's important to have those conversations because I do think that it's important, for example, to have a conversation about the Cosby show, because there's this whole story that people were talking yeah. about of of one of the former uh, actors from the Cosby show bagging groceries at Trader Joe's, and people were mostly talking about the way it was reported such that it made it sound like he was, you know, a loser for um, bagging groceries at Trader Joe's. That's a whole separate conversation. But you, one wonders, and you pointed this out, one wonders if part of the reason he's bagging groceries is because um, the residuals that he would have made from yeah. the Cosby show are no longer happening. Available now, to him. I don't know that any of that is true. No, and- but it certainly is part of the argument, right? Like, y- this is a man who... Um, had made a career. We're talking about um, the. El- and actually, you know what? Let's take a break, and we'll when we come back, we'll explain a little bit more about that story because the two really are intertwined, um, and they, they kind of have a similar um, thread that runs through them. You know, when uh, when a TV show or an episode gets pulled out of the public eye, it doesn't just affect the person who they're trying to take from us it affects all the people around that person as well uh we're going to talk about uh the cosby show a little bit after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 live from the minnesota state fair on the very last day of the minnesota state fair on this labor day the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer good afternoon no still good morning still wow good morning. it's so early it won't be afternoon until we're done which is so weird right because we're not on usually at this time we're on noon to three on my talk 1071 uh, but we'll be off by noon and we will be followed by are you ready for it your mom no but by the way, please get your Your Mom t-shirt exclusively yes, here at the MyTalk 107 booth at the State Fair. 20 bucks and a smile. That's all you need. That's all you need. Uh, no, after us, the Julia and Donnie experience. Now, so, that is going to be uh, must-listen 
radio. radio. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> something special. TV, but. So definitely uh, stick around for that. Um, but in the meantime, uh, by the way, thank you to Chris Lindell Real Estate for bringing you this Minnesota State Fair broadcast today. We were talking a little bit about this uh, place we are kind of culturally in entertainment, where when a celebrity has done something either illegal or just well credibly accused yeah right like so most of the things that have sort of led to shows getting canceled are not necessarily have been adjudicated in a court of law right other than the case of bill cosby right you know and just kind of what that brings up in us and our ability to enjoy the arts that they've done or the tv show that they've done or the music they've done they've you know recorded etc in any case in the in the case of bill cosby so here's a story that came out about two days ago it started with a tweet uh, or a social media post by a woman who saw uh, a guy by the name of Jeffrey Owens bagging groceries at a Trader Joe's. Now you think to yourself, I don't know who this Jeffrey Owens is and why is this news? Well, Jeffrey Owens played the role of Elvin on uh, The Cosby Show. He, was the, he played the role of the son-in-law of Bill Cosby on The Cosby Show. And he is now bagging groceries at a Trader Joe's uh, in uh, New Jersey. This person saw this, took a picture of it, wrote a post about it. Oh my goodness, turns out this is Elvin from The Cosby Show. Can you believe it? Fox News and other outlets picked up on it and they made it headline news. This story that Jeffrey Owens, formerly Elvin from the Cosby Show is now begging, gro- and he's been caught begging groceries at the Trader Joe's. Can you believe it? Well, s- social media went bonkers on this, almost shaming him for working at a Trader Joe's. And, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. Now, I will say a lot of actors have come to his defense and have, have tweeted out um, have tweeted out many thoughts about it that I'll share with you here in a second. But the thing is that you know, we talked about this when they just when uh, when um, Bill Cosby was convicted of the multiple sexual assaults and, frankly, rapes of many women. Um, we talked a little bit about you know pulling the Cosby Show certainly punishes him and his legacy, but it also punishes these all these actors around him. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the hard conversation that I think still needs to be had, right? Right. Because, and I'm not saying that this is the case. I am not saying that Elvin Jeffrey Owens is now bagging groceries at a Trader Joe's in New Jersey because we had to pull the the Cosby show. But what I am saying is this. On the Cosby show or any television show, the person who has the biggest name on the show is making the most amount of money. And that is not only the case for their salary when the show is... On the air. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But also then for the residuals, right? And then you and then but then there's all these other people who are involved in it who don't make those big Hollywood bucks that we all think about, right? The big mansion owning huge bucks. Yeah. And and a character like Jeffrey Owens on that show, he wouldn't have been one of the big making a lot of money yeah. characters on the show. He probably made a lot of money, I'm sure, at the time. But he won't be getting those residuals now, which also were part of his income. I just feel like there's a conversation to be had, excuse me, about um, there's a difference to me between like, let's say, you know, Bill Cosby's show is happening. It's being recorded, you know, like we're like, let's say we were still in the life of the Bill Cosby show when these allegations come out. Makes total sense that from, you know, the point at which those allegations come out and then he's tried and uh, convicted that we would, you know, have to cancel the Cosby show because you're not going to have a show on television with a guy who is accused um, and and convicted of sexual assault. Right. Right. Like that makes total sense. The the bigger discussion that I think needs to, or I think the better discussion to have is like, well, what do you do if it was not necessarily after the fact? Because I don't know, I don't have like all of the timing. Right. I'm sure Bill Cosby was being a d-bag during the, you know, production of the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. But the accusations in this moment that we're having in the trial and everything that comes out, that's all happening after the fact, and not just like a year or two, but decades after the mm-hmm. fact. And I kind of feel like. It, it seems weird to punish something that has already been accounted for and has already occurred and has already been sort of a thing. Now, you don't have to watch it. Right. Right. Like you like you and I can say like I, I get like sort of ooked out when I hear Michael Jackson music. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to buy a Michael Jackson album. That's just my own per- personal taste. Mm-hmm. I, w- I don't buy any albums, though, so yeah. that's not so really that. saying anything. So it starts there. I do love the Michael Jackson off the wall album. If I heard that song, come on, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Um, off the wall, but like whatever, I have I get to have my own relationship yeah. with uh, th- with Michael Jackson. That right. sounds gross, but you um, get to make that but decision I get to for make yourself that as a consumer, as yeah. a person in the you know public square. I get to make those um, those. You get to have a case by case judgment. I on, get to make that, and yes. I want to continue to be able to make those things. If I don't want to watch the Cosby Show, great. But if I do, I feel like the Cosby Show, like I should just be able to go watch. It should it, be available right? to you because. Otherwise, I just feel like you're changing the rules in a way. Like, I get, like, Roseanne totally mm-hmm. makes sense. You don't get to have a show if you're going to be a loud racist in the world. Right. Um, do I want to, will I go back and watch old episodes of Roseanne? I want to have that option. Right. It, it almost feels like we, uh, when we make these decisions culturally, that we're almost trying to pretend that something that happened didn't happen. Meaning, now that we know... Yeah the bad acts that Bill Cosby perpetrated. Yeah. That the Cosby show didn't happen. When we all know it happened, we all yeah, watched why, it. We have fond memories of it. it was a it. cultural phenomenon, mm-hmm. whether, you know, like, you can't deny the cultural impact that the Cosby show had, um, just like you can't deny the the cultural impact. Like, I see all of these sort of, like, revisionist historians on social media about uh, Roseanne and like the original Roseanne show like people would say like oh I never really liked that show anyway when it came out unpopular opinion it's yeah. like no I, I don't care what what your 
particular opinion is most people agree that that show was you know a very momentous thing when it when it came out yeah, like whether, we've already decided whether that. you like it or not and you don't have to go back and watch old episodes no. but again to your point bradley they should be available to you now here's like so here's an example at our house um phil Spector's christmas album <laughs> that just still sounds, is, i know that sounds so disturbing it's, and phil Spector's christmas we album. Love that album. Yeah. At our house. It is a revolutionary, the wall of sound. Phil Spector is responsible for so many songs that you know. I know you don't, but but culturally but you do. It, yeah, so that's fine. And, and and in music and it, it's a big deal. Um and for example, Darlene Love, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Yep. Darlene Love still she still performs that song. That is from the Phil Spector Christmas album, which at our house is like a huge deal. Phil Spector not really a great person. No, horrible person. Really bad person. Yeah. Um, and certainly it's and hard to... And we could to go down the list the of history. Hole. Yep. And again, it's not saying... Like, you... It's... It's not saying that you approve of the behavior. It's not saying that you want that person to be given money now going no, forward. But like, I want the choice to be able yeah. to to I don't, it, to listen to that. And I think with music, it's a little bit easier because music seems to still be available. It's the TV shows and movies where they're trying to you know cut off your ability to consume them. Yeah, and make that choice for you. Yeah. I just, I, I also think because, you know, if it, with Bill Cosby, it's hard to have this conversation because I don't know the fine print. Mm -hmm. I don't know what part of the production uh, he was responsible for, owns, is, you know, like those are all things that, like, I'm not going to have time to figure out or decide. Mm -hmm. And so better that other people are, you know, making the decisions about how he's going to make money off of that legacy or not. Uh, but I should be able, as a consumer, to still make that choice myself. Yeah, it, I mean, it almost feels like there should be some sort of there should be some sort of legal arrangement that's taking place well, during the hope. sentencing or the con, you know convicting of them that that says that that person will no longer make money off it, but maybe another entity. You would hope does. that whatever contract is you know agreed to at the time that there would be a closet it's like if you sexually assault yeah. them and you're not going to make money off yeah this. But exactly that's not for me to decide well maybe from now on there shall be a clause as such okay when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we're going to do lord and lady d-bag we're going to tell Yay. you who the big d-bags are this uh, today on my talk 1071 this, 1071. this today. today my talk 107.1 everything. That rug really tied the room together, did it not? Entertainment. It's the last day of the Minnesota State Fair and it's Labor Day. And this, it's, year. this year. This year, yes. And it is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, and uh, again, like we said, it's Labor Day, which means it's the last day of the yeah, 2018 it's Minnesota State Fair. Because I, you know, after Saturday's like uh, deluge of uh, heat, humidity, and crowds. I like slept for most of yesterday, and um, but when I came today, I was like, "Oh, there's a nice little breeze. It's not too crowded. It's feeling good out yeah, here." So it is. come enjoy yourself. Get grab one last thing on a stick, um, or off a stick, or off what a stick. Because I don't know. Actually, you know, about. funny. I was just talking. I know we'll get to our show in just a minute. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but I was just talking to Stephanie March on Saturday mm -hmm. about how. They're really, like, you notice that nothing's really on a stick anymore. 
Like, the original stuff is still on a stick, right? But, like, none of the new stuff anymore is on a stick. We're not as stick-heavy as we once yeah, were. and it sounds like that was maybe somewhat intentional or that they've tried to veer away from everything having to be on a stick. But I kind of like stuff on a stick. I mean, it's you easy. know, remember it, there was like a mix. There's a healthy mix. Macaroni and cheese on a yeah, stick. Yeah, I do remember All that. All sorts of fun things. Deep-fried Oreos on a stick. Anyway, all right. Should we get to some crazy stupidity? No, nope. D-bags. We D-bags, are going to talk D-bags. to you about celebrities behaving badly, and on this show, we call them D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ta-da! All right, so my D-bag for the day is actually, it's a triple threat. It's Khloe Kardashian, what? her trainer, and Kim Kardashian. All Kardushians. of them. Kardushians. A couple Kardushians and one Kardushian trainer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, um, here's what led me to, to select this uh, triple, this trio for my D-bag today. Kim Kardashian's body defended by Khloe Kardashian's trainer. What? Okay, so apparently we need to have Kim Kardashian's body defended by Khloe Kardashian's trainer. What? Okay, so you know the story about Kim Kardashian lately has been her severe weight loss. Yeah, Everybody's yes. so worried about no. Kim Kardashian being down to 119 pounds. Oh, we're so worried. No, actually, we're not. I wasn't worried. People on social um, media. Well, actually, her sister, I think it was Kendall, Snapchatted at some point, like, girl, you don't look like you're eating. I'm worried about you. Well, then, Khloe Kardashian's trainer, Gunner. Gunnerson or whatever his name is, Gunner. Gunner McTrainer. No, don't put bring my name into it. Sorry. Uh, He's a no, trainer. his name is Gunner. Uh, what is his name? Gunner Peterson. He came uh, to Kim's body's defense. Okay, he doesn't work out okay. with her. But right. This is so bizarre, but yes, he said, how they were. Quote of Kim's weight loss: Kim has never looked less than perfect. And I don't think you look at the number on the scale. If she's happy and she's healthy, then why would anybody weigh in on that? Pun intended. Mm-hmm, that was cute. Um, first of all, Kim has never looked less than perfect. And I don't think you look at the number. You look at to see basically he's saying whether yep. she's ha- happy or healthy or not. Basically shaming people who have had comments about her body image. To which I would say her entire... You know, like, normally we don't do that to people. Right. Like, I don't come up here and comment on your body composition. No, thank you, you for that. You don't do the same. And we, We've we all generally find that ourselves, that's... like, I don't walk through the fair, and trust me, I could, <laughs> and make opinions about people. No, or if right? you like, do, you're keeping them in your you're head. You're just being a D-bag, yeah. right? But Kim Kardashian, that's all she is. Well, she's like is her body, and she's like. I mean, literally. Yes, that's and she's, her thing. And she's the one that is controlling the narrative about her body. Do you see what I'm saying? That's yeah. what's frustrating about all of this. Is that I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't, and I don't think any of you did. And I'm pretty sure nobody else in the world went to Kim and said. Kim, can you please give us um, three to four paragraphs about your body? She and offers an entire coffee table book on your face. Yeah, I mean, she several photo shoots on your butt. Offers that. I mean, she offers that to us, that's and then her there's thing. this weird, bizarre dance that we end up doing, where she all she wants to do is tell us about her amazing abs and yeah, how, and the diet she's on. But I can't, but I can't talk but about then, the fact that she, you know, I, and first for the record, I don't ever talk about her body, but people can't talk about her body without right. her then being like, uh, 
or needing to have Khloe Kardashian's trainer come out and defend her. It's just weird. It's like, no, you're inviting all these people to come talk about your body. And um, even if they're not saying any, you know, like if they're being rude, that's one thing. But if they're just having opinions about your body, I'm kind of convinced that that's how you make your money. So what are, we, what are we really complaining about? Well, or maybe this is all part of the, you know... This is all part of the the what's it what's it called the, um, the circle of life. Well, or like the, whatever's in the mix is that they they depend on this to help this the conversation continue. Oh, for sure, right? That's so exactly she plants what it is, the seed, she, and then people react. She's like, hey, and then she, you're not hey, reacting Chloe, the way can I want you to. Please get your trainer to tell people to shut up. Yeah, like, I mean, what is who cares what Gunnar Peterson says? He's not working out with her. And anyway, you're all just obsessed with your body, and so the fact that people have opinions about it should not shock nor surprise you. Right. And if anything, it puts more money in your pocket, so be be grateful. Be grateful. Yes. Kardushians. Um, I have a Kardushian adjacent D-bag today. Does that mean a Jenner? Mm, no, it means a Kanye West. Oh, okay. Y'all, By marriage. let's all buckle in, because um, he's talking again, and he's talking about running for president he's running for again. president again so yes what so, has brought this is the person by the way well i'm not even going to get into no. it no he said some things that should have immediately disqualified him but exactly we'll move on. so in 2015 uh after the uh, mtv video music awards you may recall that he said Yes, it 100% could happen. I've decided to run in 2020 for president. Bloop. Okay? okay? So he said that in 2015, and yep. we all were like, oh, no. But no. then we were like, well. But now we're like, no, because he says uh, the following of becoming president. Okay. Or running for president. Yeah. One of my main things once I'm president is the medical industry. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to make sure that the medical industry flourishes. Okay? Okay, well, I mean, okay, I'm pretty sure they're flourishing now. Lovely. Because I don't know if you've noticed, we've all been handing over our paychecks to to said medical industry. Then he goes on to say the following. Okay? And this might need a little bit of uh, some Yeezy translation. Okay? Okay. There's one thing I learned. I'm. This is Kanye West talking about running for president. Okay. This is reality, people. I'm not telling you a story. He said this on a different radio program. Okay. There's one thing I learned by hanging around with Jay-Z and being married to my wife. Okay. Is you can't bleep up the paper. That's what? the problem with a lot of radical leaders in the past. What does that even mean? What okay. a bleep up I'm the I'm going to give you one piece of translation of that, okay? When he says paper, he means... Can anybody guess what he means when he talks Money? about paper? Money. Oh, okay. That is what the kids these you days are saying. You can't bleep up the money. So that's what he's learned from Jay-Z and his wife, who, by the way, are his trusted advisors on his presidential bid. Okay. No, you guys. Okay. We cannot let this happen. We can all agree on that, I'm right? I'm pretty sure Jay-Z and Beyonce want no part of that experience. I, well, whether they want it or not. Uh, and then he said, uh, he went on to say, I'm not, go- I'm not going in when I become president to bleep up the paper. 
I think what he's saying is he doesn't want to screw up the economy. Well, that is what he's trying to say, but he's saying he doesn't want to bleep up the paper, Maybe which doesn't be his feel very slogan. presidential, but Kanye, whatever. 2013 or 20 whatever. Won't bleep up the paper. Won't bleep up the paper. I'm fine with not bleeping up the paper. I, I would like more paper. Um, okay, then he goes on to say this. For someone to say you can't ride with both sides, it's like a modern idea of gang what are you something. what are you even doing right can now? can i say that word well your children are in the audience I know, so, so no so like having a moment gang banging it's okay. not sexual i know but i'm just like I, he's my talking children. about you know gang okay stuff and he says even red or blue it's still red or blue it's divisions we don't need to think divisions we need to think in arms because we're actually one race one people one civilization yeah i don't know kanye's on his own planet but frankly, the paper and- you guys don't bleep up the paper um, what, what about the medical business that, industry? You know, that is all he said. get sa- back to that, please? That's all he said. He's just going to make sure the medical <sighs> industry flourishes. Oh, okay. I think they're doing just fine right now. You guys, listen. I need to have- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Have a heart-to-heart with everybody right now. Oh, do you? Yes, what? because we have to just all be on the same page. That this is not going to happen? You can like Kanye West. I'm, fi- I'm actually fine with that. You can think his music is good. I'm good with that. This is not a person that we should be... We should not be supporting this. I don't know that that's ever prevented anything before. I know. That's the problem. And that's why I want to be very, very clear yeah. that we don't want this. Well, the good we news don't is even, here, we here even is think the we one want this. silver lining. If Kanye West runs for president, we will stop talking about Kanye West because I don't know if you know this, on this station we don't talk about the politics. president. Yeah, we don't so, talk about politics. Hey, the easiest way to get us to shut up about don't Kanye know. West. Bradley, is that to is have not a motivation. That is yeah. not a motivation we want to put now, out there. Hopefully he would lose, but at least for the, you know, for the duration of the campaign, we would not be able to talk about him. Well, on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have been uh, doing some of our favorite segments today and sprinkling some regular talk in the middle of all of that. But one of our very favorite segments and one of, I think, many of your favorite segments is coming up next. We are going to leave you on this Labor Day with a little crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Well, now the crowd is picking up at the Minnesota State Fair on Labor Day. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's not bad though. It's still a little oh, overcast, and the crowd is still. It's not. It's not like it was on no, Saturday. I'll tell you that. That is true. Everybody looks relatively happy and comfortable on Saturday when there were two hundred seventy thousand people here. We were all. Very sweaty because it was hot and muggy, and a little bit irritated with uh, our, our our great Minnesota get together friends. Right? 
I'm just saying it was really crowded. Yeah, no, it was super crowded on Saturday, but it was a record day. It was gorgeous. It was just a little uh, little hot, as Colleen said. A little said. on the hot side. And uh, definitely humid today. There's a nice breeze, a little bit of overcast. You don't need your SPF as much, probably, although you should probably uh, still no, wear you it. You really should still wear it, because I'm here to tell you, you still can get sunburned through the clouds. I know this, because it's happened to me I mean, it happens all to her the all the time, because she doesn't wear sunscreen. That's a different story. Whatever. Am I right, Matt? Thank you. Um, oh, yep, stop it. You here. don't. That is not fair. My husband is here, and now he can check on things when he oh, well. uh, teases me. Uh, anyway, we are, we've are. we been doing some of our favorites during the show today on this uh, early truncated version of the Colleen you, Bradley show. Do you really want to do crazy stupid idiots? Do you idiots? not want to do crazy stupid idiots? What do you want to do instead? Let's talk about the fair. Let's talk about that. I don't care. Yeah, shut right. this thing down. I mean, who cares? What do you guys want to talk about? You guys about? don't care, do you? You don't care. Cra- oh, they want crazy, oh, they want crazy stupid idiots? <laughs> okay, how about this? We'll just do one. We'll do one. Okay. <laughs> They're well, like, okay. Because we don't want to listen say, to you talk. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Well, okay. By the way, if we're going to do this, you're all going to play along. Yeah. You know what? That's going to require you to yell something out in just a moment. Crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Well done. Very this good. is a good Very crowd. Good. Okay, so just I'm actually glad we're doing this because my 11 year old and my eight year old boy just stopped what they were doing so that they could listen to this. Okay, so they never listen to me. The well, maybe you should do crazy, more crazy, stupid idiots. Well, I think we are. Trust me. I want to tell you about a teenager who did something recently uh, that turned into a crazy, stupid idiot moment. Okay, 17 year old male allegedly robbed a convenience store. Okay. Okay. Well, that's not crazy, stupid idiot. It's garden right? variety. Yeah. It's pretty garden variety stuff. Um, he he basically went to the convenience store, held them up at gunpoint, Ugh. and stole three hundred dollars worth of ciggies. So he wanted cigarettes, which honestly, in two thousand eighteen, is not that many. That's true. It's probably like one pack in New York City. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Exactly. Um, but as he was leaving uh, the store, after he robbed the store at gunpoint, mm-hmm. um, before he reached the door, he was tackled by a customer. Okay. I, somebody was feeling adventurous or heroic that day. I think that if I were in the midst of a convenience store robbery, I would let the person go. Yeah, I don't know Especially that. Especially if they had a handgun. Want to get in a tussle with such a person? Um, then other customers joined in as a fight ensued between the armed robber and uh, the the convenience store. I mean, I guess he picked the wrong convenience store to knock know, over. To knock over. Well, that's none of this is crazy, stupid, idiot worthy, right? Like it's kind of, you know, interesting that he was tackled. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the crazy, stupid, idiot part. The crazy, it, the crazy, stupid, idiot part is not actually the criminal. It's one of the people who tackled the criminal and something he did to the criminal that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. Did he go potty on him? No, he did not go potty on him. Although okay. that would be kind of awesome. See, this is the fun part. This is where I get to guess what actually happened. Okay, so he didn't go potty on him. Um, oh, it, oh no, that's dumb. Well, I don't know what. What? What? What did he do? Uh, basically, what had happened was somebody stole the ciggies. From the guy stole. who stole the ciggies. So the guy robs a convenience store and then gets robbed trying to escape. Now, I, A, 
I think that that's kind of karma, isn't it? I mean, kind of, you know, frankly. But who's the person that thinks, ah, here's my moment. Right. I know what I'll do. I'll take those. I'll take those stolen goods. And then that person ran. Did that person get caught? No, that person did not get caught. But, but the, the other, other guy, guy got, did. got caught for sure. Yeah. I'd be so mad. You know what that's like? Oh, man. That's like when you were in school and your friend was talking to you and you turned to your friend to say, please stop talking. And that's when the teacher looked at you yeah. and was like, Colleen, stop talking. Yeah. And I I'm used like, to ha- I wasn't talking. I was telling the talker to stop talking. And then it's, yeah. That's I had a friend like. who would always make me laugh by not, like, but I would I would get in trouble for laughing. He yeah. wouldn't get in trouble for, you know, no, doing for the thing making that making you laugh. Making me laugh. Ugh, school is the worst. Yeah, basically. Kids, stay in school, though. Stay or just school. don't go, because, like, don't then you don't have to that. deal with it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> don't then, listen you know to me. what? No, Thank don't you. listen to him because then you will end up in this segment, crazy, stupid idiots. So, can we? Uh, do we want to keep going with this, uh, or do we want to talk care. about other you things? Do I don't want to tell do. my story. All right, I'm not in the mood. Bye. Bye. So, is that enough, crazy, stupid idiots? So, the audience yeah? is fine with it. They're okay. You know what we did uh, yesterday? Nope, it wasn't yesterday. On Saturday, on the hottest day and the most crowded day at the Minnesota State Fair, we did a Cobra Tell All episode where we told all the stories of things that have happened over the years. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if people found that particularly interesting. I hope they did, and uh, we should point out too that that is available on our uh, State Fair landing page. If you just go to mytalk1071.com keyword state or no it's just keyword fair Fair. you can get a bunch of state fair broadcasts including the team cobra tell all that Mm -hmm. we did on saturday where we got to sort of tell tales out of school behind the scenes stuff little piddly things we didn't really tell you where the bodies were buried no uh but we had fun you know we did some past moments and lest you think that we just talked uh told tales out of school about our coworkers. Um, we also told on ourselves and told the very lengthy story of the time that we set off a stink bomb at the radio station, which is not just our radio station. There are three radio stations, two TV stations, and corporate offices in our building, and we set off a stink bomb. It was ill-advised. No, it was- Actually, no, it wasn't advised. No, it was not advised at all. We didn't even actually really think no it all the way through. I had no idea how noxious the fumes were going to be, and it turned out they were very, very noxious. Yeah, we have not. So, moral really of story been that is, if something advertises if something advertises itself as a fart bag, just assume that it is the worst smelling thing you uh, could ever possibly unleash into the world. And don't buy seventy of them. Yeah, I have an entire box at home still. I hope that like they don't just randomly start to oh, like, explode. Yeah, like if you don't use them by a certain date. Yeah, that they, they all just explode self-destruct. at the same time. Because they they um they actually launch you, you step on it, it cracks something that then makes the gas inflate a bag, and then it'll pop. And then it releases the fumes. Oh so it's my very gosh. maniacal that way. It is maniacal in that It would be way. perfect for the state fair. Like no, if you were trying no. to get something, like let's say you wanted the, I don't know, there's a like a Polish sausage corn dog. And maybe there was like a huge line. Oh, I see what you're saying. You just go up, step Set that on thing it, off, walk and then away, everybody come back leaves. in about a minute. And then there won't be a line. Yeah. But the pro- here's the problem. Now, 
this this is what we should have done when we actually set the stink bomb off at the radio station. Um, We should have played the tape all the way through because not only will you evacuate all the people around it, but maybe even the people in the booth. Oh, that's true. But then you could do crazy, stupid idiots and hop back there and make yourself (laughs) something. Just make your own. Just help yourself. Yeah, just help yourself. I think that would end well, actually. I know, right? Although I do have to believe that um, there there have to be people setting off stink bombs at some point at the state fair. Don't you think that's happened before? Well, I mean, I think after a few corn dogs that might happen you're right okay so we've been at the fair now Nothing? i don't know no no i was trying to just move on move past <sighs> so but don't here are the things we've been at the state fair now how many years uh, doing uh, our show we do, bradley you know we don't know how long it's probably been five six? or six years six probably or let's say six years let's say six just so for fun. we've been coming most of the days of the state fair for six years and there are so many things that maybe next year there are questions that i have about the state fair that i would love to find the answers like to. what is there a morgue what? Like, don't you wonder? Because, like, you no, know, people have I to don't drop dead at the state if fair. There's a morgue right? at the Minnesota you state ever wonder, fair. wonder what do they do? All these people are looking at me like I said the worst thing. Well, it's a little weird. No, but like you know, somebody just drops dead eating a corn dog, and then they've got to do something. Well, you know, that is they a good have point. their own police. Right? I think we could ask: Has anybody ever dropped dead at the state fair? Well, I'm sure. Has anyone? Like, how many people and when? And how? Well, These are the questions. Okay, fine. That okay, is so a good question. where did they put a dead body? And okay. Then what else? I don't know. That's a big what one, else? though, Bradley. Is there a jail? Because they have police I feel officers. Like there, I feel like there's got to be like a, a holding area, right? That's jaily, you know. I These don't are the questions. Inquiring minds. Okay. I'm going to do a whole podcast behind the scenes at the state fair next year. Oh, I'm sure they'll be so grateful. They're going to let me in. You can podcast we live from the morgue. We have a lactation station for crying outside. There's got to be a morgue. All I right. mean, I don't see the, the relation, and but that, whatever. my friends, Thank is you. the entirety of our State Fair broadcast. Up next, Julie and Donnie. Which, stay put for that. Yeah, that's going to be All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow.